to Make Share Grow, a podcast about art making and the creative process. I'm Julie Marriott, painter, mother, and lover of bold and joyful color. Come on into my studio. I hope what I share here about my art practice will inspire you in your own creative journey. Hello, friends. Here we are. This is the first uh, episode, the first week of my documentation that I'm going to be doing weekly of my creation of a painting collection. So let's dive in. This week, um, I'm going to talk about my inspiration and then kind of my first steps at um, beginning the first layers of this collection. So my inspiration or the direction that I'm going with this painting collection is I'm going to be doing larger scale floral paintings. And larger scale for me is 24 by 30 and above. That kind of feels like a, like a good amount of room to kind of stretch out to be able to have lots of different elements and have room to play and to kind of just feel free on the canvas. And um, so I have several that are already in my studio that I had left over from another project. So I have a bunch of 24 by 30s already ready to go. And um, I was feeling really inspired to paint uh, floral bouquets in vases. I've done that once before a couple years ago, and I really wanted to return to it. Uh, I've been reading a book that um, I discovered. It's called Life in the Studio. It's a book by ceramicist Francis Palmer. I'll link it below so you can check it out. It is such an inspiring book. She is a ceramicist and a photographer and also a gardener. So she photographs her own flowers in her ceramics. It's so beautiful and just a really neat portrait of an artist who is multi-passionate and just really incorporates creativity throughout her whole life. And so life and creativity are very intertwined for her. And yeah, I would recommend it. So anyway, I bought it the moment I saw it. It was just amazing. And so I'm feeling very inspired by ceramics and different types of vessels that hold flowers. And um, so I decided I wanted to just create loose, beautiful arrangements in in um, vases. So I started out by actually gessoing my canvas. And this is something that I don't normally do. I buy canvases that are made. I don't make my own canvases. I buy canvases that are pre-gessoed, pre-stretched, pre-gessoed, all of that. And they're very smooth. They just have a little bit of the canvas texture, of course, but the gesso is perfectly smooth. And I've been thinking recently about wanting to kind of break out of things that I'm used to in my painting practice. I want to give myself more creative challenges than I normally have. Painting florals is relatively easy for me. Um, there is a lots of like fun and challenge in just the layering of the colors and the arrangements and everything like that. And like the design elements, which keeps me definitely like engaged and interested, but I don't have a lot to like wrestle against. And I feel like as artists, we always need some sort of challenge, some sort of barrier, some, something that is kind of unknown because as, as our art practices become more known and more comfortable and more familiar, 
we get bored. (laughs) And so I felt like I needed a challenge. So I wanted to take on adding more texture and um, more kind of more unexpected textural elements to my paintings. So I bought a bucket of gesso and I got a kind of a thick, um, bristly kind of coarse, just house painting brush that I have. And I gessoed my canvases. So I'm just starting out with two and I'll, I'll move on to the other ones eventually. But I did kind of sweeping strokes and just ununiform kind of back and forth, swirly all over the place. <laughs> and so that when the gesso dried, it left a really lovely brush stroke texture on the canvas. So that now when I'm painting, there's going to be a texture to the canvas that is underneath my brush strokes. There's actually going to be something um, that isn't just going in line with the actual direction of the elements that I'm painting. There's like other uh, and even, uh, I, I'm having a hard time saying it. There's something that are that goes before it that's underneath it, which I think is really lovely. So, yeah, I started out with that, and then I moved on to just sketching one canvas. So I I generally start out just on one, and when I'm starting a series, uh, collection, I kind of get my footing in the first painting and I kind of bring it up. Sometimes I'll finish all the way and sometimes I'll get about halfway through and I'll say, okay, I kind of am liking how this is going. I'd like, you know, the rest of the series to be sort of in a similar vein. I kind of start familiarizing myself. And so with this one, it was, I just went to town and really played on it. And so I started with a sketch, just a loose sketch in kind of watered down acrylic and I generally don't use a lot of textural sort of, I would call it atmospheric sort of strokes, like really rough edge strokes in my paintings. I tend to paint very crisp and smooth. And so I thought I would just totally go against the grain and give myself lots of texture, lots of layers, lots of unexpected sort of um, effects and things like that, and really just develop the painting and make it much more layered and textural than I normally do and see what I do with it. And, um, that like, that's what I'm talking about, giving myself unexpected sort of challenges and things to work through. So what I did is I pulled out a brush that I had, it's like been tucked away since college. Like literally, I don't think I've used this brush since college. It's a hog's hair brush. Uh, that is an oil painting brush. And I always use acrylic painting brushes that are very soft, very flexible, and lend themselves to very smooth strokes. So I thought, what better way to like throw some unexpected curveballs to myself than by using a totally different brush than I'm used to. And so I just went in and started just using expressive color and um, sort of dragging it around, doing dry brush sort of techniques, and um, just layering colors, letting some strokes, like the colors mix together, and then letting areas dry, and then sort of dry brushing on top of them. And I am loving it. I am having so much fun. I also uh, pulled out my fluid acrylic paints. So I have just a few golden brand uh, fluid acrylics, And um, 
I don't have very many, and I actually am going to be getting more, but I wanted to also give myself some drips and some sort of runny areas that will just kind of go down the can, drip down the canvas, and then just as another way of giving myself some textural elements. And I've done dripping before in my paintings, but it's always been pretty controlled, I would say, and as sort of like is either at the very beginning, just a few areas, or at the very end, sort of as finishing touches. And I decided I'm just going to go all out, do tons of drips all over the place <laughs> and see how it goes. I um, I also had a acrylic medium that I mixed in because generally the, the majority of my paints are heavy body paints, heavy body acrylics. And so I had sort of a gloss fluid medium that I mixed in with some of my paints. But what that does is it waters, well, it doesn't water them down. That's not the right word. It it makes, it extends the paint with acrylic. So it's not like breaking down the texture of the paint, but it also makes them very translucent, very see-through. And so I thought uh, I would really like to have some paints that are designed as fluid acrylics so that they'll have the really rich opacity, but also can lend themselves to a drippy quality. So I, um, put in an order that I'm going to be getting in a couple days for, uh, golden fluid acrylics, and then also a few high flow acrylics. So I didn't even know about the difference. I didn't even know that there were those two versions. I've only ever used golden fluids. So um, the high flow is designed for like really detailed work or for airbrushing and things like that, where you really need a ton of flow. And people, as I was reading online, they liked it they likened them to acrylic inks. So I'm seeing that as being a step more fluid than the fluid acrylics. So I'm curious to try try both of them and see uh, you know, how they're different, what I think of them. So I bought a few of my favorite colors and it just bought maybe like two or three or four or five <laughs> of, of each variety to kind of play with. And so I have a little bit more... Um, ease in creating those drippy textures. So yeah, my painting right now, I, I started it out. I've gotten about three painting sessions in on it. I am loving it. It is looking like a total crazy, messy, glorious, layered, textural, all over the place thing. <laughs> and I'm having so much fun. It's fun to just totally let go and just try something different. And so my plan right now for the collection is I find when um, I start painting, I call it painting like tightly and crisply. Um, it's hard for me to get out of that mental space. And so if I'm painting loose, I want to kind of stay there as long as possible because I generally like to get into the details like I love like picking an area and just sort of going for it and adding all the wonderful, beautiful highlights and crisp strokes that kind of define the florals and the and the greenery and everything. Um, but once I kind of get into that mode, it's hard for me to like kind of loosen up again and get back into just more gestural play sort of thing. And so um, what my plan is right now is I'm probably going to paint one or two more times on this current canvas, just get it a little bit further, kind of feel it out a bit more. And then I'm going to set it aside and kind of 
continue on on my other canvases so that they'll all kind of be developed in this loose, super expressive, really like half-finished way and then revisit and kind of go back through or even just jump in between the different canvases and share colors between them. I really like that idea of paintings being in conversation with each other so they have certain shared elements like whatever I'm feeling that day, kind of two or three of them get a dose of that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to kind of work through the, the series of canvases that I have and then kind of do a final pass through through all of them and tighten them up all at the same time and kind of define areas and really make those finishing moves on them near to the end of the collection. So um, yeah, that is about where I am this week. I uh, ordered those fluid and high flow acrylics. I also ordered a catalyst wedge tool. And that is something that a bunch of artists, if you have listened to my interviews of artists from season two, the last season, um, so many of them use this catalyst wedge tool. And it is basically like a handheld silicone scraper kind of a tool. And it just has an edge. You can pick up paint with it and then you can just sort of glide it over the surface of your painting to kind of scrape along paint. And it, it's kind of similar, I guess you could say, to a palette knife. You could get certain palette knife effects, but it's larger than a palette knife and you hold it sort of, you grip the, the whole thing in, in your hand. So it's a little bit um, larger and broader, I guess you could say. You can use it in a slightly different way. And so I'm excited to try that and just kind of keep it loose and just sort of scrape some paint around and have fun. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with that hog's hairbrush, so I might even get a few more of those and see. Um, I have mine is relatively small, so I'm gonna maybe try getting a larger one and seeing what that can do and um, continue developing this piece. If you'd like to see how the painting is progressing so far, because I think it's going to be really fun following all of the stages, because next week it might not look anything like this week, <laughs> um, I will be sharing some photos on my website under the post for this week's episode. And you can find that linked below in the show notes. Okay, friends, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Make Share Grow. You can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website, juliemarriottart.com and on Instagram at juliemarriottart.com.